You're listening to Pilot Lights, which contains explicit content and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised, especially for listeners under 18. This might be the noisiest episode we've ever recorded. I mean, that's real. (laughs) So, sorry, pals. There's a literal fuck ton of construction happening in front of my house. Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time. It's been a hot minute. Who are you? Wait, who am I? It's me first. It is you first. Oh, wow. I forgot how to do this with you. Wow. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Riley. And you're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where gals and their pals. <laughs> no, we decided a gal and her pals. A gal and her pals, because you're the gal. You're the main gal, really. I guess I'm the main gal. You're the main gal. We haven't announced this yet. All right. Well, we still don't have to. Okay. Cool. <laughs> the podcast where a gal and her pals. TBD. TBA. <laughs> TBD and known the the D has been to be D'd. determined to be announced. Yeah, TBA now because okay. the D has been determined. That sounds like a bad STI. A lot of the things I that we come TBA up with are from her. I'm trying to like think of weird body parts, and I wanted to be like TBL, too bad labia. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. Too big labia. Too big labia. I have. All right, Yoda, you can calm the fuck down. I've never thought about Yoda's genitals until this moment. Thank you, Riley. Rule 34. If it exists, there's porn of it on the internet. Oh, I'm aware that there's porn of it on the internet. I have not seen it. Just a disclaimer. I've not Can looked we- that up. I did, however, the other day have to explain what Rule 34 was to somebody, and I used flow from progressive as an example. <laughs> yeah, but now they even have commercials that, like, call that out. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, no, the most recent yeah, the uh, progressive one. commercial is like, oh, you have some pictures of her on your phone. Yes, they're very tasteful. Yes. <laughs> Gets all anxious. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know what that's referencing. Okay, why don't we finish our tagline? All right, so, and I'm Riley, and you're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. And in my weird time travel life, it's August. Well, it's, yes. It's currently August, but I already recorded a September episode. And went bye-bye. Yeah, and no, no, the September episode is fine. The August episode I recorded last night went bye-bye to the... R.I.P. Yep. So, last night, I had my really great friend Aaron, one of the Slap Pals, um, come and join me, and we watched the Great British Baking Show and had a fucking fucking fabulous time, but you will never get to hear about it. Ever. No, it's gone. But Aaron, it's going to come back. For sure. I can't wait to meet her. Oh my god, we had so much fun. Um, we literally didn't even talk about the show, so it's probably better that the episode is gone. Yeah. Um, because it just didn't exist at all. It just went poof. Yeah. Um, Why is it that, like, technology just randomly decides not to, to work? I don't know. It hates us. Um, but... 
Today we are going to check out, what the hell is the name of this again? Black Books. Okay. <laughs> um, it's one of my favorites. One of Riley's favorite shows as a quick makeup episode. And so for snack, we're going to talk about what we ate yesterday. I mean, there's some leftover and I'm yeah. eating it right now. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Oh, no. I Aaron have some made DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, man. Medicated scones. Oh, fuck. They were blueberry sage ones. Do you know that Aaron went to Johnson & Wales and used to be the pastry chef at 4th Street? Like, used to work at 4th Street? When? A few years ago. I wonder if Aaron was working at 4th Street when they used to bring um, truffles to the Holiday Inn to get us to recommend them. And I was like, you realize that I already recommend you guys anyways, but yes, I'll take the free chocolate. Right. Well, I don't know if that's when, but Aaron um, it went to culinary school and fuck yeah. as a pastry chef. And so she made me blueberry sage scones from the standard baking book mm. in her antique cast iron pan that she got, and they were medicated, and they were fucking magical. I have that pastry book. Um, yeah. Those is good so- scone recipe. Um, scones but, are a bitch to make, though. Yeah. Ice water, a whole nine yards. I was going to make them. Yeah, they're good. And she's like, no, no, I got this. And I was like, all right. I'm happy cool. to hand over food to somebody Perfect. else. Um, as we know from our little meeting. Spoiler hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we get started with the show, though, and our current snack, I uh, do have a couple things we want to chat about real quick. We are going to be at an event. And oh, yeah. October 5th. October 5th. Springvale, Maine. Near Sanford, yep. basically, like, they hug each other, kind of like Bitterford and Sacco do in the same way, but they're a little bit trashier in a great way. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that they're just trash. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're from Maine, you understand Springvale and Sanford. And yeah. You get, you get what I'm saying. You know what <laughs> we mean. Um, but it is a giant private po- property at the Baked Boxers um, event space, and they are going to have vendors and, like, extraction demos and food trucks and music. I'm really and a excited for area this. And, and a costume contest. Yeah. And we are going to be, the gals and her pals are going to be judging the edible contest, which means we're just going to be fucked all day. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so careful. I can't wait. I am wait. really excited for this, though. I'm not going to be careful. Just, like, <laughs> let it go. Thank God we're bringing a camper. I know. Um, and so you can stay overnight. Tickets yeah. for a half day pass are only ten bucks. If you want to do a full day pass, it's twenty bucks. If you want to stay over, it's an extra ten bucks. Um, they it's are super selling reasonable. VIP and super VIP tickets for fifty and seventy bucks. Those include camping. Those include swag bags. Those yep. include f- the super VIP includes food like a meal. Yeah. Um. So like totally worth it. Like I'm totally so worth excited. It. Yeah. The swag bags are going to be really fun too. It's going to be like the best part about the end of my season. I know. It's going to be like I'll have one yeah. le- wedding left. Yep. You know, and I'm just, like, so excited. I will have just closed the hotel. Yep. It'll be perfect. Um, So we are going to be there October 5th. Um, Tickets are available online on the Baked Boxers website. I'm going to put a link directly to that in our show notes so that you can super easy find it. Um, And then before we get started on sponsors real quick, I just want to, like, plug a space that that we just want to talk about because oh, yeah. we're like we're already about in it. love right like so stoked um, about it so this is coming out um august 28th 
right about now, hopefully within the next couple Fingers of crossed. days, but within probably the next month for sure, mm-hmm. um, Candy's is going to be opening on Portland Street in in Portland, Maine, and they are going to be an LGBT community resource space. There's going to be a coffee shop I'm and a so small bar excited. with some snacks, but there's also going to be a library. Um, meeting spaces, a pool table. Hopefully, they're going to host a podcast eventually. Yep. Um, we're just really in love with this space and this idea and the folks that run it, and we just want to support it. So, like, please go check them out. Keep them open, Portland, um, because yep. we need this. Our community needs this. We absolutely this. need this. And yep. it's also going to be really great, too, because there's been more and more of a need for the you know, the LGBT community to have places that aren't centered around alcohol. Right. And that's something that's becoming more and more prevalent here in Maine um, and more of a drive for that. So for those of you also listening and who don't know, Maine was the first state to introduce its own magazine surrounding recovery. Yep. And a lot of people that we both know have been in that magazine already and are part of that community. And it's really, really integral for those spaces to to still be a healthy space because there's a lot of toxicity surrounding alcoholism and the history of the queer community all over the country and all over the world. So I think it's a really great step in the right direction to make those spaces more accessible for people. Yeah. Um, Because there's a lot of people that are sober or trying to be sober and trying to be responsible that are part of the queer community. And there's a lot of pressure for a lot of places that are, you know, like come out to the bar, come out to this event, and there's just drinking, drinking, drinking. Right. And I think it'll be a really healthy, great thing that Portland's going to be. Yeah. You know, and I just can't wait. And they're they're so they're trying so hard to make this space for everybody. Um, we've talked about accessibility as far as um, ability. Yep. Um, getting wheelchairs in and out, stuff like that, and they are working on those things right now. Yep. Um, which is really lovely and excellent. They don't have the money for it yet, but eventually they would like to put in an elevator or wheelchair lift so that the second floor is totally accessible as well. Um, like I said, they don't have the money for it now, but at least the first floor is, and you can schedule meeting space and stuff like that. So yeah, they're going to be really great. Please go check them out. You can buy a membership, which gets you like coffee discounts and happy hour and like library access and all kinds of stuff. And it's a really great way to help support them. It's a monthly, like 12 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, it's a really great way to help support them and keep them open. Even if you can't make it in all the time. Yeah. Um, I have to work from home a lot. I can't actually go work at a coffee shop anymore. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Whereas like for somebody like me, like at the end of the season, I'm hoping to have a, job opportunity that'll make it so I can go there to work because right right now in hospitality, it's not feasible. Riley is getting to be done. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so hi everybody. If you remember me, um, Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So I basically had to take a really big sabbatical this, this summer between my job, which, you know, I'm still sort of pursuing as a career. I work in hospitality. Um, but then also realizing that I had some really crazy, like mental health stuff going on. Um, and figuring out the best way that I could tackle that head on was for me to take some time for myself and for me to talk to my doctors. Yep. Essentially. So uh, I've finally gotten a diagnosis of something that's been fueling my anxiety, which is something I was using medical marijuana for. Uh, And it turns out that I have adult ADHD. Surprise. 
Um, and for those of you who have listened to me on this podcast before, that's no surprise to any of you with how <laughs> distracted I get. Um, and as soon as they clicked with me, I just went to my doctor. And also, this is something that I want everybody to know, is that if you do your own research, I was just talking to somebody who was also a co-pilot recently of yours yep. about this, and she now has to go to, like, a neurologist and all this other stuff and get, like, official testing done. But if you just do your own research about ADD and ADHD and what that looks like, think back on who you were as a teenager. Think about how you live your day-to-day life. And if you give that information to your doctor, it's not a scary conversation. No. Within 25 minutes. I mean, yes, I cried (laughs) because I was nervous about it. But at the same time, I was like, look, these are all the markers I have of having ADHD. This is what I'm currently going through. This is how I feel with my depression, my anxiety anxiety is fueling this. Um, And doctors sometimes can be hesitant about prescribing stimulants to somebody who has anxiety. But essentially what had happened with me is I was prescribed a stimulant, a very common one. I'm not really going to plug what it is, but a very low dose, extended release. And what it helped me do was actually it leveled me out, which also first indicator that I needed it. Yeah. Um, so now my usage of medical marijuana has shifted. So before I was using it, combination of recreationally as well as for anxiety yeah but now i don't have an appetite yeah it's really hard for me to want to eat yeah um and marijuana helps me feed myself because yep. genuinely like since i've started on this three weeks ago i've dropped down to having like a meal a day if anything i just have not had an appetite but at least at night when i know i need to start falling asleep but that stimulant's still active in my system i can smoke an indica and it makes me hungry enough to make myself a meal and yep. i still have enough energy to make a meal eat it and then go to bed right um so my usage of marijuana has changed quite a bit yep. i am still getting to know how the stimulant interacts with me so i'm like careful with coffee and sativas and other shit like that but um so that's really what i've been doing is like focusing on doing like the scary work to do with that um and i'm also trying to figure out a way that i can afford doing like seven cups or talk space or something too because you know everybody deserves to be able to have a conversation and even though kelsey and i talk about having ptsd and what that looks like and what we do to navigate that you don't need to have PTSD to see a therapist. No. God, you know? no. So Everyone see a therapist all the time. Like, like, so I'm just advocating and letting you guys know sort of where I'm coming from. And I, part of my love of this podcast is destigmatizing, you know, yeah. mental health and destigmatizing cannabis at the same time. So this is like sort of the perfect sort of venue right. for that. Um, and I just want to fill you guys in on where I've been and what I've been doing, which is working a fuck ton and trying to figure out my medications and just making sure that I can, like, finally be leveled out to a point where I can start doing things again. Yeah. Um, because I was severely non-functional for a few months where it was just a cyclical yeah. bout of depression and anxiety. And I just wasn't – I've been an absolute wreck, to put it simply. And I'm not going to be embarrassed or ashamed of myself. There's no point in that. Um, but I just – I think it's an important conversation to include yeah. for our listeners just so you guys know I want to be transparent and I'm happy to be back and I'm really excited. We're so happy. We just had a little meeting earlier with uh, TBD and <laughs> I – it just like really re-incentivized me and I'm really excited to see where this goes and I'm so yeah. stoked to be back um, in a more consistent capacity as soon as my hotel season is fucking over. And for us, like – 
we were able to talk through it and figure out a plan because Riley kept me updated and let me know what was going on. So I was able to be like, great, here's how I'll shift it until we can come up with a more permanent solution. And now we have a more permanent solution. And so... And, like, these conversations, too, like, again, I just want anybody listening in, just have those conversations with the people close to you. Yeah. You know, it's really important. Yeah. I was struggling for a long time because I wasn't having those conversations. Right. Right. Yeah. And the sooner you have them, the sooner you say, hey, I need some help. I'm struggling. Like, let's figure it out together. The sooner that can happen. And the more you have those conversations and the more transparent you are with the people that, like, you trust. Yeah. The easier those conversations are. Mm -hmm. And it'll make your life a lot better. Yeah. So. Anyways, back to. Back to. Pot smoking and snack eating. Okay, anyways. Yeah. shouting. We have uh, (laughs) some sponsors real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, our first sponsor today is Sensibox. Do you remember their website? S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X dot com. Wow, so good at things. Um, I miss Sensibox. I, I need to see some of the new goodies. I have one right here. All right, well, show me after okay, you're reaching so for things. I have the August one right there. Um, the August one was a cute little hedgehog. Yeah. I unboxed it with mm. our next week guest. So, oh, yeah, I watched. Yep, so it's on our Instagram. Go check that out. Um, next month is going to be the alpaca bowl. I'm really excited to see it's that one. It's shaped like an alpaca. And there's also going to be like fun coasters and keychains and yeah. stuff in that. Uh, I think it's keychains, not coasters. Um, you in can that use box. a keychain as a coaster if you try hard enough. I bet you could. Um, and they're just great. There's Stoner's Lifestyle Box. You get a delivery once a month. It's run by this adorable woman named Helen who names that damn hedgehog after herself. Which oh, I think is the cutest thing in the God, world. Oh my God, Helen, I love you. <laughs> um, and, and she's a small business, like... Based yeah. out of New Hampshire, she's pretty local, you know, it's Which pretty is rad. fucking awesome. Yeah. And the thing is, tutu, 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 um, it comes in a nice little discreet box, and yeah. I'm all for, like, little packages yeah. and stuff, and everything is always very nicely presented. Yes. As far as subscription boxes are concerned, I really like the level of care yes. that Helen takes with these boxes, yeah. and it's, there are national Canada subscription boxes, and I've done those, yeah. and I find that like those are more for the novelty this is more for the quality yes and it's yes. absolutely worth yeah worth it absolutely you know um if you do go over there sign up for a subscription use the code rk10 um you'll get 10 percent off your order you also will help support our show because anytime you support our sponsors you support us yep um so go check her out Next sponsor is our Best Bud sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, that's printmybud.com. They are a division of Full Court Press based here in Westbrook, Maine. Uh, they are a full-service print shop, so they can do it all. Um, all of it. Yeah. They, if you need copies made or a presentation printed up or whatever, they can do that. But what they do specifically with their print my bud brand is they work with cannabis companies so they help you develop labels that are state compliant so they seal your jars correctly um they help you they can help you design your logo if you don't have one and what's cool about them too is that especially if you're working in the cannabis industry everybody knows that you're every week you're gonna have a different strain yeah and what's nice is that they'll do limited run like small runs of prints yeah. and things that you need so if you only need like 50 of something versus 500 yeah they'll be able to take care of that for you which is you know yeah a lot of companies can't do that for you but 
they're able to yeah. and willing to. Because they do print on demand. So, like, Which when you have a flower that comes convenient. ready sooner than you thought or, you know, whatever it is. Um, or even if you, like, ended up with a larger yield than you expected and yeah. need, like, 50 extra stickers to yeah. sell it, they got you covered. Yeah. So they're really great. Please go check them out. They're super fun to work with. Um, they do a great job. They have echo, eco-friendly inks and yep. paper if you ask for it. they do it. foils. Yep. So they do it all. Um Please go check them out. And then our final sponsor today is Canuvo.org. Canuvo is one I'm of wearing the their state eight medical licensed cannabis facilities in Maine. Yep. Um, they have been so magical to us this They're month. They're fantastic. Yeah. I went down there like four times. Um, we shot some video with yeah. Elliot. Yep. Um, so what we did with Elliot, and actually this is the week we're talking Man. about that. Elliot's so adorable. <laughs> um, Elliot is Canuvo's chef. He makes all of their amazing edibles, and yeah. they're so good. Um, we have a couple today and a tea that we want to talk about, but what Elliot did was he taught us how to decarb cannabis, which is sort of the first step in baking and cooking yep. with cannabis. Um, and for those of you listening in who don't know what that means, basically yep. decarbing is the act of heating up your bud to a specific temperature to activate the THC. Yeah. So that's why smoking marijuana is effective is because right. it, you know, breaks down. It's a fat soluble, so it breaks down in heat. Right. Um, and when you're baking with something, you want to make sure that it's fully activated. Um, otherwise, that's why you don't just munch on a leaf. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not really going to do much. Right. So by fully activating it at a certain temperature for a certain amount of time, which we have a video for yep. you about that, um, makes it a more effective product to put in your edibles. Yep. And it also smells fucking delicious it when does. it's done. It was, yeah. like, pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah. Because I've decarbed, like, Mersh back in the day, like shit weed. Yeah. But like good weed when it's decarbed, it just smells like. Yeah. And then you can use like that to like great. put in your, to make can of butter with and like. Tinctures. Tinct- yeah. Like stuff it's like the that. whole next step. So basically it's magic. Go check out the video. Um, Canuvo gave us a few more things to try as well. So they gave us some cannabis to make our own can of butter with. We haven't quite gotten there yet. It's been a bit of a busy month, but yeah. we'll get there eventually. Um, but we do now know how to do that, so we'll come back to you with the results. What um, we should do is that you should do something nice and refined, and I'll do something, like, trashy and old school, so I'll make firecrackers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's essentially what this Chex Mix is, right? Kind of, but firecrackers are more like you take, um, usually, like... Saltines. Saltines and peanut butter, and you, like, literally just, like, put weed on it and then yeah. put it in the oven I know. <laughs> and it I usually know. tastes like shit. I know. Um, so today Canubo gave us, um, I had this with Aaron last night. It's so lovely. I'm so excited to try um, it tomorrow. It's tonight. a CBD tea from Old Man Goodies. It's called <laughs> Pothead Tea. It's lavender and chamomile and each bag um, for this particular mix is 20 milligrams of CBD. This was really great for Erin and I last night because she brought me medicated scones. And yep. the CBD, as we learned in an earlier episode, can sort of help balance out that THC. Yeah. And she had told she told me, she was like, last night I ate half of one of these scones and I, I forgot. I was so high I forgot I ate it. She's like, I forgot why I was high. Um, and then I ate another one. Well, no, she that didn't do that. At least. But last night we both like mowed an entire one. Oh my God. And smoked a joint. 
And oh, that explains more of our text conversation from last night. Oh, oh yeah. But <laughs> I wasn't so high that I was non-functional because we had balanced it out with the CBD. Yeah. Um, and this tea is just so, so lovely. It like, smells fucking it's delicious. It's so good. We had it iced, but I had a sip of it while it was still hot. And it's, oh my god, it's so I'm gonna good. ice it tonight is yeah. what I'm gonna do. I loved it. Um, and then they also have just so many edibles that they wanted us to try that they just gave us a bunch. So oh, hell yeah. today... We are munching on their Chex Mix. It is a sativa mix um, because you can choose which flour you make your mm-hmm. your can of butter with. Um, so this is a sativa leaning. This is cool because the entire container is 30 milligrams, but they have it sort of dosed out on the side. So if you like eat like to a measuring this level, cup, yeah. yeah. Um, this is going to be awesome for like the fall season and sort of the upcoming winter for me mm-hmm. because A... Chex Mix, but, like, this is when I have a lot of get-togethers. Yeah. You know, and this is just really great to share. It's not going to be overly... No. You know, like, you're not... It's it's only 10 milligrams for, like, a single dose, so... Yeah. And it also, like, again, a lot of places and a lot of edibles that a lot of people are familiar with taste like weed. Right. And that's not great for everybody. This doesn't no. taste like weed. No, it literally so just good. tastes like homemade Chex it's Mix. Mixed. It's yeah. awesome. It's so good. And then the last thing that we have from them, which I had one already, and it's so good, um, but it is instant medicated oatmeal. It looks amazing. It comes in this fun little plastic container with the instructions on top, and the container itself is totally microwavable, so it's a whole complete package in one. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, what you do is you take the lid off, you take out the little sugar packet, you add some water, you toss it in the microwave, you stir it, and you stir in the sugar packet. And yep. that's it. Um, I mean, of course, you can doctor it any way you want, but it's like 10 milligrams, which is a perfect morning dose. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Amazing. And it's so good. So please go check out Canuvo. And don't been... forget the sugar, because that's where the that's where the but, dosing is, yes. in the sugar itself. Yes, that is where the dosing is. They've been so good to us. We have really loved them. We've loved every product that we've gotten from them. The quality is fantastic. And their staff is just super fucking friendly, too. And that was my next statement. And the staff is so fucking cool. Yeah. And it's, like, a really healthy combination of age and representation. So it was, like, you know, you have somebody that could be a librarian somewhere. Yes. And wants to talk to you about weed. And then you have somebody that's, like, younger than you are who knows a shit ton about weed that you don't know. And it's just... It's one of the more diverse workplaces I've seen. Like, we walk into a lot of dispensaries and everybody yeah. can look the same sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's just nice to know that. Yeah. And just they a reminder a good for all their CBD stuff. stuff, you can walk in and buy without a medical license. Yep. And there's got a window you can just CBD walk right up store. to. Yeah. Yep. It's open to the public. They also have an education center mm-hmm. that is a separate business and building um, so that they can do. Um, like, it's got its own entrance, essentially, mm-hmm. because of you can do... It's like cannabis adult education. Yeah. You can do classes there without needing a license. So yep. they have done... They did a dog... I was just going to mention CBD that, actually. Class. Like, a CBD in pets. Yeah. They did one that's, like, women in cannabis. Yeah. Like, things that help with, yeah. like, you know, hormones, etc. Yeah. So also All check out their Portland adult cannabis education, because they are awesome, too. Okay. And so... That's our, all of our things. That's our snack. That's our sponsors. That's everything. That's the things. Uh, oh, I, oh, we forgot the TV. 
No, I already mentioned what it is. We're watching Black Books. But we haven't watched it. Oh, yeah, no. We haven't watched it yet. I mean, I've watched it so many times. Oh, there's my phone. That's got the Netflix. Got the Netflix. Got the Netflix. Oh, my gosh. Did you already pull it up on Netflix? Yes. Oh, sweet. Cool. Um, And by Netflix, I mean Hulu. This one's on Hulu. So we're watching Black Books. You want to tell us what it's about? And we're not going to stop in the middle for a snack break because... Because we just talked about the snack. And we're already eating it. Yeah. Um, So Black Books is a British TV show. It took place in, like, I feel like it came out in, like, 1999. And it has some people in it that some people who watch enough British television will definitely recognize from the other things. And it's about a really, really, really grumpy man who owns a bookstore. Um, it came out in 2000, so you're super close. Okay. Okay. Um, well, it was probably recorded in 1999. <laughs> yes. Black books. It also has such a weird intro. It does have a weird intro. It's like weird chalk drawings over just like their faces. It's like very low budget BBC is what it is. so low budget, but I fucking love it. (laughs) It's so low budget. It's so great. It's like when you watch super old episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you're like, what is this effect? Okay, so he's... This episode's called Cooking the Books. Yes. So the guy at the desk is on the phone, and this rich dude is trying to talk to him. On the phone. So he just stuck a post-it. It's so rude, though, people do that. Oh, I know. Their names are always fucking Karen. Happens to me at work all the time. Yeah. The real Dickens. I have to go with a sofa. Everything else in my house is real. Ew. Yeah. Gross. I only accept leather bound. He literally just like gets pissed off and doesn't accept his business. Yeah. Fucking love this guy. This. He's not calm. That's the point. Oh. Tanks! <laughs> Too big. <laughs> the history of screaming. <laughs> the little book of calm. Okay, teeny oh, tiny so book. Tiny. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. He's making this guy so anxious on purpose. Yes. He's such a dick. Wow, no wonder his bookstore's gonna go out of business and he needs to cook the books. <laughs> well, it's not even that he needs to cook the books, he just, like, doesn't know how to take care of his own business. So he, like, doesn't keep his receipts. Why? He also has a no cell phones picture, like, he's fucking Luke from Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, the guy is calm now that he's read the book. <laughs> Sorry, hate my job. We all do, buddy. <laughs> What's funny is that that guy turns into a main character. Yeah. He's got a bullhorn and he's telling everyone to leave. He's literally sweeping them out the door. He's like, I'm done today. Yep. It's hardly fair. <laughs> I expect better service. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Is that a baby David Tennant? No, I wish. It looks like it. I wish it was a baby David Tennant. Oh, man. 
All right, so the store next door is called Nifty Gifty. And it's right. Oh, I heard right. Her, yeah. What's her name? I can't remember. Okay, so this whole thing though, she has these giant objects that were shipped to her weird little gift shop, and she doesn't know what they are. She can't remember. Doesn't know what it does. I don't know. It's very in. She has no idea. Oh man, Every- and it has like Japanese on the side of the boxes. Everything about this is so two thousands. Oh yeah, it's like that's Tamsin Grig. Yep. Um, no, I don't want your app. Okay, but like she has a beaded curtain going into her nifty gifty shop. She's definitely in Shaun of the Dead. Oh, this part. They're inducing the baby on Wednesday. She asked me to be a birth partner. Oh my god. She'll be on drugs, and I'll be drunk. It'll be just like the old days. Oh my god. I know you're not going to have babies, but if you did, that would have to be oh, how I we know. did it. I would have to be drunk. If I was going to have a baby, I'd probably... Have to also be drunk to no. get one? To get in order to... Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now he's going to his... Like, so his accountant's pouring himself a thumb of whiskey. Black label. Yep. Oobly boo. He's got like pockets full of receipts that are just like napkins and literally crumpled paper pills at the same time. Just other things. Nick looks like the most beleaguered drunk accountant I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Oh, yeah. And he has, like, a life. fat lip, too. Yeah. So he's clearly just been punched. Yeah. No, I was the same. I mean, you know, I just sort of lied on the phone, Nick. I lied. I lied to you, Nick. I did not keep any records. Did you hear that? And he has, like, the grossest looking sh- paper shredder in his office. Yeah. He just takes pills with his whiskey. Yeah. Gets a phone call. His sweater's not buttoned correctly. Nope. He's not a very put-together Brit. Nope. Uh, but now he's shredding a bunch of things. Yeah. I just gotta pop off. And he's leaving out the window! Jumps out a fucking window. And the cops oh, are there! Oh, the cops are there! Oh, yeah. And there's a helicopter. Oh, my God. And he's got a code. The cat has left the basket. Um, and every time Bernard goes to leave, he can't because more cops are running into the room. Oh my god. Yeah, Alright, back. Okay. okay, so the anxious guy is back. And, and he's, he's at his like, job that he hates. He's drinking soup. Um, Aaron and I also bonded over our mutual love of soup last night. <laughs> so this, like, Upper management guy is is there doesn't know who he is but knows that he has to tell him off. Yeah. I have them on disc. So literally, he has this job that he does not know how to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
makes just... a face and then his face gets stuck. Yeah. Like that old wives tale if you make a face behind someone's back oh, yeah. it's gonna get stuck that way. It did. You'll never guess who's a baby in this episode though. You. No, not me. <laughs> uh, Martin Freeman shows up. <gasps> baby Martin Freeman. Just wait. It's so good. Oh my god. So he's still trying to have a conversation with his face stuck like that. Yeah. With his boss watching him. And little now book he's got to read his little book of cum. <laughs> and there's somebody else working in the office with him who makes no reaction to him screaming. I mean, that's essentially all my old co-workers when I worked in an office. Oh, no. So he knocked his little book of calm into his chunky soup and just drank it. And now he's choking on the little book of calm. Yep. <laughs> I've swallowed the little book of calm. Ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> Is it a bald Furby. Furby. Oh, she's definitely on Doctor Who. Yes. I like how she's like holding little port port glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Nick is a fugitive. I'm just not doing them. <laughs> oh God, that's like when people talk to me about taxes. It, it is pretty easy. Except I made someone come do ours yeah. this year. <laughs> is that a river? But are not, not blind. blind. No, th- that is kind of how it reads, though, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just know where his mom. <laughs> he has like he's like coffee stains and like water rings and like half the inks. I think it's out. half of it's whiskey. It's all scribbled. Yes. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's procrastinating. He bottled oh, sucks. <laughs> I love doing procrastinating. It feels so good sometimes. I um. So, my roommate came home with a Dyson stick pack. Oh my god. And my procrastinating has involved all of, vacuuming all of the corners in the house. He calls his mom. Come on, I don't need an excuse to call my mother, do I? Yes. 11 seconds later. I know. Yes, yes. Oh. Oh, she's naggy, Mom. Goodbye, I'll have to do my taxes. <laughs> oh, if you'd rather do your taxes than talk to your mom on the phone, you know. <laughs> Somebody knocks on the door. Oh, it's, it's, yes, fucking love this. Yes? Hello, we were wondering if we could talk to you about Jesus. Oh, it's evangelizers. Yes, they're missionaries. Come in! And they're both like, wait, what? This never happens. What's he up to now? They're like, wait, I don't know how to come in. And they're like both terrified. <laughs> they're like, wait, is he gonna act smart or us? Yeah, they're scared. 
They also look axe murdery. Yeah, they do. Give them a pamphlet. We've never actually done this part. <laughs> oh my god. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. So I like that literally his house is just a room in the back of the bookstore. Yeah. With like a little like sh- shade. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah, Jesus didn't want you to be rich, people. <laughs> Hear that? Right wing. Right. Christianity. And this guy knows more about the Bible than the they guys. Did. Well, he probably read it as literature. He right. does own a bookstore. Right. There's the one where he goes to dinner with a tax collector. And he's procrastinating his taxes. With oh, and they're sitting in front of his of his pile of socks. Yes. There, the books and magazines. Oh, now anxious guys in the hospital. And there's baby Martin Freeman. Oh. Oh, he's so baby. I know. First of all, how did it get there? Ah. Oh my God. <laughs> Ten years, one year, who knows? I like how he only refers to it by the full name. Yeah. The Little Book of Calm. He's just getting a lot of terrible news and is walking out. 30% chance of survival, so try not to worry. <laughs> He's reading it from his x rays. Oh, I'm glad you made me watch this. No, he's like twitching. He's like, no. Okay, so now Bernard's gotten the Jehovah's, I guess, people drunk, drunk, and they're leaving with a glass of port in their hand. Yep. His hair is all tussled. Like, what did they do? They just got drunk and talked Bible. And he hugs him. Yeah. Goodbye. That was so dramatic. Oh, and you still got to do his taxes. <laughs> Finish with your account. She's still carrying around the random object. It looks like a. He turned his receipts into a coat. Right, because that's what you do with them. Oh my god, she's already fixing it on him. No, 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 I'm not doing this. No, no, I have to give all my attention to being Julie's birth partner. Oh, look, 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 there's something written on the side. She's trying to figure it out still. $15.99. Oh, I put that there. What am I going to do now? Who's going to help me? Ah, Mr. Bianco, back with us at last. There's been a complication. Oh god, now how he's going to die. Well, uh, 
terms, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know how this could have happened. Uh, the only explanation is that somehow uh, you, you assimilated it. System overnight, which is, of course, impossible. Oh, <laughs> he's like so calm with a halo around his head. He's, he's high. Add a drop of lavender to your bath, and soon you'll suck yourself calm. <laughs> Just the little book of gums. Yeah. You are a king surveying your estate. Look at the woodland. The, the peacocks on the lawn. Be the king of your own calm kingdom. <laughs> That's how I feel when I get high. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Everyone says it's so simple. It's for giving up sugar. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> how did she even get to that? Oh, I love this part. Exemption clause. Suffering from short or long term injury or sickness may defer their returns until such time as. Wait a minute. Suffering from short or long term injury or sickness may defer their returns. He's like, so if I get hurt or sick. No, no, give it up, Vernon. No, you'd have to really cripple yourself. How are they gonna do that just to avoid doing it? <laughs> He's like, You wanna make a bet? <laughs> yeah, look at his face. He's like, Ah! <laughs> I will. Uh, we've got a special offer on this one. Really? Yes, it, it, it's free if you break my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. He Wait. looks like a professor I yeah. had. Okay. Wait. A hobbling post? I read this one. That's the problem with Woodhouse, isn't it? Yes, it's terrible, but I hurry up and break my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I bought it. <laughs> oh my god, I won't break your legs because I've already read the book. She's dri- it's driving her crazy. Yeah. And so it's driving her so crazy she that forgot. she's not at the hospital. But, guess who is at the hospital? Captain <laughs> <laughs> And he's like on tiptoes. Right, he's gonna go... Do something different. Who the fuck are you? If some man walked into my birthing room and started spouting, I would literally have to be restrained. I would. Okay, so he literally looks like Jesus right now. Yeah, he's in like a hospital gown and a robe and flip flops, brown flip flops. Yeah, and with his long balding hair. That always skeeves me out so bad. By the way. Oh yeah. And it's coming just... down a car alarm. First it was a dog, and then it was a car alarm. He's trying to, like... Now Bernard is trying to put a nail through his hand. And everyone's trying to figure out what the fuck the object is. Babies! Oh my god! I forgot about the baby! Yeah. So she runs away and leaves. She runs into Mr. Combs. Pretend you see it. Then laugh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? He's, he's about to get mugged. Well, these are, are essentially okay. proud boys. And he gets punched in the face. 
And now it gets jumbled. Time with an orange. <laughs> and pretend you're laughing at it. <laughs> you're with an orange and pretend you're laughing at orange. it. Oh my god, he uses lipstick to... I have to cut my hand off with yeah. a... He'll get them to hurt him. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, just punch me. Beat me up. So the Brits portray skinheads correctly as idiots. Oh, yeah. So good job, Brits. Okay, but, like, they're the worst. Yeah. Okay, but, like, his insult was too above them. Yeah, it was so good. (laughs) It still isn't working. And they won't do anything because they don't get it. Uh, Do you know this chat? Um, Millwall, Millwall, you're all really dreadful. And all your girlfriends are unfulfilled and alienated. Oh, my God. Now they get punched in the face. But they probably don't even know what alienated means. No. Ugh. Oh, Mr. Calm is there looking like Jesus, so he thinks he's dying. Yeah. He's whimpering. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in pain? I'm slapping you in the face. Not enough. After surgery. <laughs> I want an ice cream. At least you don't try to bite people. No. Ah, so they show up and Jesus is there. Right, answered his door. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so her car won't start. She still has to get to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, it's a lighter. Oh. And he just figured it out in, like, three seconds. <laughs> she starts screaming. <laughs> now it's over. Oh, my God. That was so good. Thank you for making me watch that. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good ones. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Okay. We did it. We recorded there's... an episode. Maybe this one will stick. Yeah, maybe this one will stick. There's one that if you keep watching, uh-huh. at some point, there's one where they're house-sitting for somebody who has, like, a wine cellar. Oh. And the guy's like, you can have these wines. You've told me about this one. But not these five dusty wines. And but then they end up drinking one of the dusty wines, and it's one that he's supposed to be gifting to the Pope. Oh. So they're drunk, and they're trying to make wine. Oh. And they're basically being like Frankenstein with yep. it. And he's like, it's supposed to have tasting notes of vanilla, and they like put melted ice cream into <laughs> it. And, like, That's awesome. And it's great. It's a good one. That's awesome. And then the Pope. I think the Pope drinks it and dies at the end. <laughs> Anyways, it's funny. You should watch it. <laughs> the, those Brits and their weird sense of humor. <laughs> now we're done with British Month. Yes, we are. Well, technically I still need to record a Patreon episode because I tried. 
Oh, yeah. And it didn't work. But I had Patrick. Turns out Patrick's not great on a podcast, y'all. <laughs> I'm not surprised. No, it was a lot. It was a lot. But I'll get there. Yeah. And maybe I won't. It's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. Um, do you want to close this out? Do you remember how? Not with my mouth full. <laughs> You, you don't remember how with your mouth full? Like, you can remember when your mouth is empty? Or you just don't want to do it with your mouth full? I just don't want to do it with my mouth full. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So, this show has been brought to you by Scentsybox. And our Best Buds sponsors, Print My Bud. I don't remember how to do this. I'm just <laughs> rambling now, but that's fine. Our stoner sponsor is Canuvo. Again, they're fucking great. Yeah. And remember that their CBD window is open to the public. You can just walk in without a card. For Wellspring Road, Biddeford. Wellspring Road. There's a lot of other dispensaries down there, too. So, yeah. like. Make a day. Go bud hopping. Have a field you know, trip. Have a little field trip. Um, and also brought to you by us. But one other last thing that we really want to say and mention again is the Halloween event. Yeah, Big Boxer in Springvale, October 5th. The yep. information is on our Facebook. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. All the info's on there. Tickets start at $10. Yeah. Uh, for a day pass, it's definitely, I'm really fucking excited. I'm we so have to excited. figure out what we're dressing up as. <sighs> Yeah, I knew you were going to make me dress up. I was really hoping I could avoid it. It's a costume it. contest. My costume is that I am not an angry, bitter person who hates dressing up in costumes. <laughs> it's not that I hate it. It's just that I don't want to co- I don't want to deal. I have too much other shit to do. We'll figure something out yeah. that's yeah. basically just your aesthetic. I know. I'll just wear a tutu and call it a costume and be like, look, I'm not just wearing well, an outfit. That's literally what I was trying to think about. I have some fairy wings down. So it'll be fine. I've got it. Um, right. I kind of want to dye my pink bunny suit green. <laughs> I feel like it would just end up poopy brown. Yeah. Well, I was going to dye it black and like turn into a punk bunny. Yeah. And like bedazzle it and like put studs on it and like <laughs> take it to hell patches, 666 Perfect. on the back. Perfect. Perfect. That's really what I would we'll like to do. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. TBA can be... TBD? TBD will be TBA. <laughs> we will be announcing that very soon. I'm yeah. very, very excited. Yeah. It makes me really happy to be coming back um, in any capacity as soon as the season winds down. And I'm really glad that we were able to do a little recording sesh today. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked about that. Me too. Um... Also, super special thanks to Aaron, even though you weren't able to make it. I can't wait to meet you. On an episode, Aaron is one of the Slaps pals. Um, Slaps next event is going to be in November at um, Portland House of Music. They do their Slaps giving event. Um, they are going to also be doing a dance party, a superhero dance party coming up. I'm not exactly sure the date on that off the top of my head, um, but go check out their Facebook page. It'll give you all the info. They're also on Instagram. Um, they're the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, if you want to support the show, which I hope if you're listening, you do want to support us. Yeah. Uh, so please just check us out on all of our social media and go on over to pilotlights.com. There'll be direct links to our sponsors from there, to all of our social media, as well as to the blog posts. Um, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and take a couple of seconds just to give us five stars and leave a review. It really helps us out as far as charting and on business end of things. Yeah. It would mean a lot to us if you did that. Um, and again, just thank you all for supporting us. Thank you especially to all of our Patreon supporters. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't really be able to keep doing this without you. Yeah. Um, and it really, really does mean a lot to us. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. And have a great day. I'm going to camp. You're going to camp. I'm going to go home and do chores. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.